When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. How was Coachella? Before anything, we have to know. How yeah. was Coachella? It looked like a time. Um, you looked great. You 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 came, you know, uh, you understood the assignment. You went full Coachella. I loved it. Yeah, this was my this is my fourth Coachella. Um, really? Believe it or not. I know four <laughs> four Coachellas under my belt. But it was the thing about Coachella is that it's it's mainly for the Instagram and mm. then for the artists. And mm. then all it really kind of is like to be like the actual festival itself is walking and like waiting in line and peeing. Like th- the whole thing is just a lot of that. Right. That <laughs> I guess I guess I know very I'm not a festival person. I'm not even a concert person. So you're, uh, you're mm-hmm. I'm speaking from zero experience. So my questions. Yeah, I, I guess my assumptions might be off, probably off. Um, I I assume like for me the anxiety of where bathrooms are where my chair is even having knowing those would be in my anxieties it probably means I shouldn't go like I who would want to yeah. be around me like I, I is what is how do you figure that out is that a big part of your thought process and stresses yeah you have to go with a group that wants to see the same stuff as you because uh, you can't leave your group. The second you leave your group, you're gone. lost. You're never finding them again. The service is terrible. Um, and it's is just there Wi-Fi? There is Wi-Fi, but okay. not great. There's Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's Wi-Fi, but it's not like 5G. <laughs> you would think with the group that's coming to this type of event that that's like the the first thing people would like need, you know, water right. and Wi-Fi, you would think would be on the same level as a necessity. I know. And it's it's just a lot of people like it, it gives very much Times Square energy uh, where okay. <laughs> all, of oh, the, all of the well, like all of the um, art exhibits or whatever. Everybody's standing in front of like, you know, the rainbow tower getting pictures like mm. you can't walk by the rainbow tower without photo bombing someone's the amount of rainbow right. tower photos that i'm probably in the background <laughs> like picking a wedgie I mean, in is crazy. Kay, i have to admit okay i have to admit i don't even know what the rainbow tower no. is you're talking you know, about it as if it's the statue of liberty and i have no relation 
to is there chairs is there chairs no i guess that no. right so no. i'm out i'm out i i i, I they, that should be uh, at security they should you know check your pockets and then they should go do you have any questions and if you say is there anywhere to sit they should just kick you out they that, that you shouldn't even be allowed you can sit in. on the ground like people no. sit on the ground Ooh. that's it no it's no 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 we're we're getting ready to go watch Frank Ocean and we're, you know, walking in the uh, like grassy area mm. and and people are just laying down, laying no. down. There's get out of thousands here. of people and they're just laying down. I'm like, you're uh, going to get your head stepped on there. Sh- that should be in the main bio of a dating app. Did I go to did I sit on the ground at Coachella this year? <laughs> I would be out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so, okay, last qu- Coachella question, yeah, then we'll get to it. today's. Um, what is the food situation? Is mm. is everyone just eating celery? Like, I just, I imagine yeah. everyone there just doesn't eat for the weekend. What What is the food sick? Well, yeah, I mean, if you're doing, if you're doing a bunch of drugs, you're probably not. <laughs> to put it You're bluntly. probably not worried about it. Right. Um, but they have like a ton of food stands. Um, not to weird flex, but I'm in the VIP section. So <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, people. They pay gonna... us well for this podcast, but they have, but the lines get really long. So you have to go get food almost during a big set. So you don't have to wait in long lines. You haven't said one thing that interests me about going to Coachella. Like, I don't know. Someone might be listening and they're like, oh, Good, I get to wait in the lines during the act I came to see. I I don't know. I I there's. I'm waiting to find something to for good to like good to say about Coachella for me to because right. I keep saying I'm like I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Like there's to me there's not enough. I would rather go to the parties. There's parties surrounding it during the day okay. and at night. Like I would rather do that than go to the sure. actual festival because you're actually doing things at those parties. You're seeing friends that you actually know. There's probably. chairs. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> chairs. There's free food. The drinks are usually free. Um, right. It's it's small. And there's usually big performers at these um, parties. But the act- the festival itself, I don't I don't know. Unless you there's love somebody the that I can't see anywhere like anywhere else. Like right. I'm not I don't know if I could do it again. I am well, I'm I'm on my wits end. <laughs> I hope you had fun, even though I'm it making was fun, fun of it a little bit. It was I, I, no, it was fun. Like, but I am. There is no word to describe how tired I am at this moment. <laughs> well, we we kind of lucked out. So, um, both you and I, you know, this. Yeah. So, so we were like, when do we tape the Love Is Blind reunion recap? And Kay was like, I'm going to. Coachella. I can't really do it till Tuesday. I was in Austin last weekend for shows, so and my flight didn't really, you know, I, I knew I wouldn't be really ready to go, you know, Sunday night. And then the big drama is that the what was supposed to be a live reunion got delayed. But I got home. My flight got delayed like six hours on Sunday, and mm-hmm. I. When I got back, it was like 5.30 when I was originally supposed to get home at 1. And I went right to bed and then woke up at like 10 o'clock. And it was like all, you know, you know, Twitter had blown up. Instagram had blown mm-hmm. up. I had a bunch of DMs. What is your experience? And then you find out that the the live stream fucked up. What is your yeah. experience with it? Well, at first, it's really interesting because... 
you and I were invited to the live show. Like we could have yes. been at this live show. And so I was really I was really bummed that we couldn't go to it. But then when I found out at <laughs> I was like at Coachella, like reading at the headlines, they were like, the love is blind. I'm like reading The Bachelor uh, stuff about uh, the postings about it being delayed and this and that. I was like, thank fucking God. Right. I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine being... The, the, the studio audience at the Love is Blind taping, it seemingly was a lot of people like us. You yeah. know, if it, it it seemed to be invited guests that had, you know, a podcast about Love is Blind. Like, it didn't seem like... You know, again, you could refer to us as the dome of the undateables, but I would say it was like the dome of the semi-influencer. Yeah. Didn't it feel like it was a different crowd than the Bachelor crowd? Yeah, it's definitely. These are people are in media. They work in media. They are influencers of some sort. I mean, Fat Carrie Bradshaw hosted the um, official watch party with Netflix. So, I mean, like that it's definitely the guest list was thought out yes and i guess you know for the when i saw that it got delayed i thought you know they they pumped up this live event they know it's like one of their probably the most popular shows they knew people were going to be ready to like sit and have the popcorn out to hear the tea and then it gets delayed how long did it get delayed it's it's more than an hour i think it was like yeah it was definitely more than an hour and also, I don't think Netflix has done live before. I think this was their they, first well, time. Hold oh, on, this they? is uh, sorry to interrupt, but I, I, no, yeah. I they they did the Chris Rock stand up special oh, live. That was so live. I, it's funny you bring this up because I actually thought of the Chris Rock special because I was like, uh-huh. man, it maybe Netflix was just cocky because that went without a hitch. That started on time. That didn't have an issue. Like the biggest issue with the Chris Rock live stand up special was he messed up a joke. And then yeah. they went back, and I think they cleaned it up after the fact, but there was no issue. And then you have this, so it felt like maybe they were a little too sure of themselves. Like They were like, well, we did it already. How could there be any issue again? And it you know, got beyond them. That's a really good point. I, didn't, I, I forgot that the Chris Rock thing was live, and, and especially with a studio audience that is like comparatively to like the Dome of the Undateables. They are, right. they're, first of all, they're under crazy contract. I'm like, <laughs> I can only right. assume that they are unable to tweet, their phones aren't there, et cetera. But with um, this kind of audience that has influence or a lot of followers, you know mm. they are going to be on their phones right after this, like blowing their shit up if they're inconvenienced in any right. sort of way. I- yeah, everyone there was going to like run to their phone and everyone at home was just like, you know, it, things blew up. Everyone started making fun of it. Um, I saw a girl with no job had a really funny uh, thing where she was like dancing to the like waiting room music as if it was Coachella. Like there was just like really <laughs> funny jokes happening as this was going on. It became kind of a cultural pop culture moment, which it was interesting because I, you know, I guess... I know Love is Blind is popular, and but I guess I didn't realize the audience seems wider and younger than The Bachelor, and that was kind yeah. of evident from 
the fallout from the reunion special. Didn't it feel that way? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I think the uh, the audience for Love is Blind is, I mean, I couldn't believe just how big it was. I didn't know that so many people watched it. I don't know if it was like, maybe it's this new season. Last season was really good, and I think that brought a lot of people in. But everybody I talked to was like, oh my God, Love is Blind, Love is Blind. Everybody watches it. Well, I would say this. Um... I, I don't know about big or smaller. I, I'm sure it's huge. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not trying to downplay how big the audience is. But, and this was kind of the theme of the episode for me. When I, I'm going to name the episode right now. Um, yeah. I, I, I will get to our names before we get into some other things, you know, top level things. I called it Love is Really Aware of Social Media. I thought so, this was so good. This, was, it, this is Chef's Kiss. Thank you. This is the theme of the episode. They mm -hmm. all they did was respond to social media stuff the whole episode. Nick and Vanessa Lachey were very aware of social media. The 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 people, the, the couples, the whoever, you know, Marshall, everyone and and I think the audience is super online as well. Like mm -hmm. it just felt like, you know, they say like, you know, uh what is, there's always this statistic like 10% of Twitter users are the ones tweeting or something like that. And it's like, yeah. it felt like those, that 10% of tweeters were the ones that watched Love is Blind. Like, like a hundred percent of the people who tweet watch mm -hmm. Love is Blind. Like it felt like yes. a very online audience and the awareness of the contestants with the conversation going on online. I almost feel like they all need to go to some sort of like, PTSD style therapy like it feels yeah. like that they've been affected um I I I would even say the same for Nick and Vanessa like it feels like they are on their phones all day and this has really kind of changed them I don't know how you feel about that well the it's interesting because we would make comments about um seeing the bachelor people finally bringing up the fact that social media right. is a factor and we're like yes thank you like i'm glad we're acknowledging that at least and not pretending that this is some sort of you know we're only here to find love we are you're also here for other things as well but whether, right. whether we want to say it or not but i think at this point it was it was too much i don't know if it's because of the time between and how long it took like there was mm. they were saying it was a year ago like these right. couples have been married for over a year at this point. So I don't know if it's if it's that that's affecting them, but started with the well, apologizing, started with all the apologizing over random things, and now everything is referenced to a social media thing. They're making TikToks, Marshall's all over TikTok, making jokes about his season. Marshall's, um, I mean, to me, Marshall's kind of lost it. Like, it, lost it, it, it was, uh, yeah, it, it Marshall... Went from like I I feel for him, but now I'm like, Marshall, it's time to like readjust a little bit. Yeah, you gotta log off. <laughs> log off, babe. What did What did you call uh, the episode before we move on from the naming? Because uh, I got ahead of ourselves. No, yeah, I was just like I at first I said the not so live reunion, but I I really just hate all of the apologizing. I, I hate right. it, so I called it "Stop fucking apologizing to us" because Ye all of them had some sort of, I want to apologize to the audience, Kawami, and then Irina's like, I'm apologizing to all these people. I want to, stop. 
Like, yeah. who cares at this point? You guys have been married for a year. Too much social media, just like you said. You bring up a great point about the year thing because it did seem like they maybe got kind of, they had a reality. They left it. They got engaged or married. They got married. And then they have this, like, this, 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 you know, uh, I guess a purgatory of a certain sense um, where they kind of like, this is reality. Oh, we did that thing. And look at, we're together and we'll, we'll see when it comes out. Then it comes out and it's like, oh, shit. This is what we looked like. This is who we are. This is what mm-hmm. people think of us. Um, and, you know, it, it just was, we're going to go couple by couple um, through the um, Love is Bind reunion episode. I will say it was, I, I, I'll say as far as TV is concerned, I thought it was awful. Um, yeah. I thought it was too long. Um, I thought it was, I mean, and it all and it all starts with Vanessa and Nick Lachey. I think, and I, I listen, I want the host to do a good job here. I want to yeah. hear questions that I had throughout the season. It started so bad. I don't know if you remember this part because it was an hour and a half. It made me want commercials. Like I needed a break. A break. I needed like I needed like Charmin, you know, ultra soft to come on with the Charmin bear so I could look mm-hmm. at my phone and just like chill out for a second. Vanessa Lachey, start, listen, when you go on stage, your opening joke better fucking do well because if it doesn't yeah. you're going downhill from there like it takes if if you go down 10% you got to get 20% to get back to even you know when you mm-hmm. when you invest it's the same thing with going on stage if my opening joke bombs i really got to dig out because they they don't trust the show Vanessa Lachey starts the episode by doing some sort of joke about the bridal like fucking in the bridal suite and then they cut to Tiffany sleeping I didn't get it I didn't know what didn't she was talking either. about I thought I was right? like oh my god they played the wrong clip I was right. like they played the wrong I, I thought they played the wrong clip I was like what do you oh okay she was like yeah Tiffany you really wanted to get to that bridal suite and then it's her sleeping in the pods and then I I was so confused <laughs> I was so confused and then I was like kind of angry I was like Vanessa Get the fuck out of the way! What did we had to do your, your bit? Like I, 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 it was so uncomfortable. It made me like say to Nick, like, like I kept looking every time Vanessa had the energy of the most uncomfortable relative you have getting too drunk at Thanksgiving lunch or dinner. It was weird. It was, it was Jan from the office during the dinner party episode. She was bizarre. She was um she weirdly undercut Nick at, at every turn. She kept calling them the old couple and the aunt Vanessa. She's bringing up babies. She I she was hateable. She was un, she was unlikable. She was uncomfortable. It made me like think that like man does nick sit up at night thinking of jessica simpson like does he like sit there going (laughs) my life went in the wrong direction like and she is a reporter she's a journalist that's the craziest part that's why i'm confused i i I was watching and i'm like she seems she seemed drunk 
Like something was off. I don't know. I don't know if it's because all this random controversy just came out about Nick and what what controversy like, about Nick? Well, all this anger management stuff. Apparently, he like um, physically assaulted like a. Uh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, and has to go to these anger management classes. Like has it, it's it was like news recently, like less than a month ago, that all this wow. came out of, about Nick and. I don't, I don't know, man. It seems, it seemed so strange. Like her eyes seemed like chaotic. Everything, all the questions seemed so pointed. The baby thing really, it was, uh, I don't understand why she kept bringing that up. Like that is like a known question that you, nobody wants to be asked, when are you having a baby? Right. And it, 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 again, it was the worst. It was the relative you avoid at the holidays. Yeah. Like she, and enough can't be said about how bad she was. Like mm-hmm. it, it was like, and even like when she thought she was making a joke, she was uncomfortable. Like everything was off. I mean, she had voices that were weird. What do you think it was? What do you think it was? Like, I don't, I don't I, I can't understand. imagine how uncomfortable her house is every time Jessica Simpson comes on the TV randomly. Like, I can't imagine what Nick's life is like. And listen, I didn't know about the uh, anger management, whatever happened with him, I don't know about. But I'm saying, I can't, I, I, even when he tried to bring it back to reasonability or like, you know, Nick did this. He kept trying to do this thing. He wants to make it about be true to yourself. He gets into this like mode where he's kind of like trying to like, you know, give us a meaningful takeaway. And it's like we would have I would be hard on that if it weren't for how yeah. bad Vanessa was. He could barely get a word in. Yeah, it it was incredibly bad and uncomfortable and surprising i i considering that she's a journalist mm-hmm. and you know she used to be at et she's the, you know who who yeah. who should be <laughs> she, she she's i would imagine she's fully equipped for this job yes and i wonder i wonder if maybe something has happened this is me like completely speculating um mm. maybe something has happened uh you know because during filming they had Nick and Vanessa take a step back and they were barely there right. posting. Fair. And so I guess bringing them back now, I don't know, like it was, like what was the reason? She did mention that they, again, she, her and Nick were very aware of what was going on and being said on social media. She mentioned we took a step back because we wanted to give you your stories. And it was mm-hmm. all like performative. It's the stuff, the... I'm, again, I keep going back to this this example the, of the relative that's uncomfortable. You know, I think every family has that relative that you can tell is very self-conscious and very making sure they say the right thing and you know that it's a lot of coded mm-hmm. language. And mar- she, you know, when she kept repeating, marriage is hard, oh, 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 marriage is hard. It's like, is everything okay? What's going on here? Seemed so weird. It was like... Uh- Seemed like a cry for help. I don't know. I don't and know. At, and 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 on top of all of this, the sound was bad. And when yeah. you're Netflix and you hear the 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 crackly of the the sound that like hurts your ear, you go, I don't even want to watch this garbage. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound great. And I really have no direction here. And we're starting with 
a bridal suite joke that I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on. That did not land. That was so bizarre. I'm glad you brought that up because that was really, really weird. I thought it was just me. It was <laughs> a metaphor was for the whole me. night. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So let's get to each of the couples. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess we'll start with Chelsea and Kwame. Um, and they, you know, they show a scene, which was interesting, of Micah and Chelsea having a talk after Mexico about the convo she had with Kwame. Uh, Kwame apologizes again to Chelsea and her family for putting her through that, which was bizarre. They're happily married, which is something that they made sure to let us know. And mm. Kwame loves Chelsea, uh, knew she was the one after the photo shoot. The photo shoot gets brought up again. And then they wanted to make clear that he was proud of his name. And that part got cut from the show. What did you think of what happened with Kwame and Chelsea? All of, like, it, most of the couples, it all just feels like they are proving just what, like you said, about social media. It feels like all of these things were just to validate or to explain Mm. what people were seeing on social media. Like Kwame's like, sure, I I see how you guys would have thought that I wasn't into Chelsea this entire time with what they were editing and what they were this, but they didn't show this. They didn't show that. Everything that they did 
was just to def- almost like defend themselves. It right. felt really weird. Like I don't, I, I, I think them being married, it, make, it doesn't make me feel like they're still married because they want to be. Right. It felt like they were trying to prove us wrong their marriage like it felt yeah. like they were trying to prove social media wrong it it was when your whole excuse is they only showed one percent and so are you calling out the editors are you calling out the show that you are on right now are you saying the show right. that you are literally on right now is a liar is that what you're saying because the executive producers are right next to you nick and vanessa are sitting in those chairs why are you yeah. coming at the audience for what we saw? And we have questions. And it right. feel, it felt it, it, and it was like Chelsea did not come off well. And and how come we don't have these questions about Tiffany and Brett? Like, are we supposed to believe that they were like before anything? They were like, well, this will be the couple we want everyone to like. This is the couple we want everyone to like question. No, you create that reality for us. Yeah, they picked their they picked each other. The producers right. weren't picking anybody for like because they want the things that they want these couples to actually work out and the producers can't be like, "All right, these two go together, these two go together." They can probably right. somewhat orchestrate more time or this or that or make sure couples are seen together early or they meet early so cuz they think they might have a connection, but at, in, at the end of the day, they make that decision. The, the couples to, and and you made the decision to say I'm going to be Alex instead of Kwame like you know and and which like I do understand what he's saying but like there yeah. was no like I, I understand where he's like I want to do the experiment fully I guess and and I want to see when I take race out of this but he never really like owned that it was like yeah I'm this is an experiment for me. Like it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys didn't see how proud of my name I was. And like, even when Vanessa like teed them up to be like, and when you said that at the wedding, oh my God, powerful. It's powerful that she remembered his full name. Full name. You're getting married. Of course. Like <laughs> I would What's... kind of expect that. I know. I, I, the one thing that I was surprised most about <laughs> with Chelsea and Kwame was their apartment. <laughs> right. It was beautiful. Yo, that was insane. Go. I was thinking about, I'm like, man, I want to know how much money they got paid from this or like what, what the, what they're doing now, because that is a gorgeous the view. penthouse looking, mm apartment floor to ceiling windows looking over the it was beautiful whatever body of water of seattle that was um that was a huge upgrade the only thing that messed it up was chelsea's blanket under the bed that looked like a dog threw it up i her blanket is the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my entire life it makes me gag every time i see it on the screen and like this idea that like if you have a blankie from your birth like this is okay I, I don't know. I, I think it's a little fucking weird. And, you know, red flag. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Um, I got to say, I I listen to each their own. But like, I mean, then they start talking about like Kwame sleeps on the couch a lot. And and you go like, OK, it, it feels a lot doth protest too much with the Kwame Chelsea story and Chelsea yeah. kind of like being like. 
coming back at the audience for just coming away you know then they're like well his 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 sister wasn't an actress and have you talked to the mom like that was an uh, oh even God. weirder part with vanessa vanessa goes D- have you met the mom and she goes uh yes we met the mom and she and like vanessa's like she met the mom the sister's real you can put you know put it away uh mic drop and you're like maybe you guys need a fucking couples therapy and it's not our problem that's another thing though it's another thing that these rumors, you don't really see this on no. on Bachelor or other other reality shows when they have reunions. They're not like, okay, what social media? Like, how many people were actually talking about Kwame's sister being a paid actor? Or right. like, how are they getting? How are they getting this information and being like, let's bring this up as if it were like front page New York Times news? Right. And, and how about how about the fact that? You're a couple that we believe so little of. Like, they even brought up Kwame being trapped, which was, like, uncomfortable to me. Like, the because there was, like, a lot of, like, jokes, like, references to, like, get out with Kwame and Chelsea. And I was, like, which, which is, like, I get how the joke is made, but, like, I... Uh, I can't... I, I would feel... Like, I'm uncomfortable bringing it up now. Like, I was, I like, I don't know... You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I can't believe that's something that they're even acknowledging as part of their story. I think I think they ended up getting married. And to your point earlier, they had this like limbo sort of period where it's like, all right, we're married. Right. This is normal. And then everything gets brought back up. Like they have to relive everything again. And now mm-hmm. they have this fame and social media added to it i can only imagine the strain that it's probably putting on their marriage that they probably finally worked on and now it's all out in the open and they're having to defend all of these things that before they weren't even thinking about and and to that point uh the micah kwame thing was brought back up and we have this moment where Micah and Kwame are like reliving this scene that they had at the pool where they're like being kind of flirty. They, you know, Kwame did propose to her. He did like want to be with her and then ended up with Chelsea, which, you know, when that got talked about, even that, you know, Kwame being like, oh, I wrote down that I was going to break up with her anyways. It all feels like revisionist history. It, and that we didn't see, yeah, the whole, um, uh, when Chelsea and Micah met up with their dogs or whatever, mm. and Chelsea was like, well, Kwame said he was going to break up with you, and you broke up with him, and I was like, when did Kwame say he was going to break up with Micah? I don't remember like, that. Really? Yeah, me either. And that's <laughs> yeah. when, and then, that's one thing that I feel like I love that Vanessa brought back up later, because she was like... Chelsea, you said that Kwame was going to break up with Micah. And, right. and Chelsea kind of went or like, like toed or tiptoed around it. But then she goes, no, but you said that, right. that <laughs> Ma- Kwame was going to break up with Micah. Did he, did he tell you that? I, I hated Vanessa Lachey on this, on this show, but I will say for, for every like 50 uncomfortable moments, she would like stumble into a moment where you're like, uh, okay, thank you for bringing that up. You know, like yes. you have like, yeah. like the most uncomfortable thing. She would like defend, and I think I think a part part of Vanessa's 
whatever was that i think she was trying to be like a girl's girl and like defend right. these people as if they were friends it's like no you you have to be the neutral we don't need You're you totally backing right. people up you need to be the neutral and she was doing too much like i'm on this person's side i'm on that person's side this is what te- you have to be unbiased and have to just ask right. the questions you nailed it that's to- that's probably the most annoying part we don't need big yeah. sis vanessa lachey we need like hey get to the bottom of these things we just want to mm-hmm. just get it get us an answer yeah, yeah. yeah. so my micah and paul what did you think <laughs> micah micah felt that paul was always going to say no and what did you think of the interviews with micah and paul because he double downs uh but also attempts to backtrack saying that micah wasn't mother material which we never really went over. I didn't catch that. So me either. I, yeah, Paul said that Micah wasn't mom. Wasn't mom material. I don't know how he said it, but um, and then what did you think? What do you think of th- with their interview? Well, the the whole Micah and Paul thing. It's hard to it's hard to know because it feels like there were so many things that were left out like they were talking about things that we didn't really know much about like the fact Mm. that he brought up that she wasn't she didn't seem like she would be a good mom or motherly or maternal etc like we didn't get any of that so hearing all this is is brand new information Mm. to us and it kind of because I don't know enough it put a really bad taste in my mouth with Paul because Mm. One of the things that he mentioned from the beginning was that he loves his mom. He's a mama's boy. Like mm-hmm. that's his whole thing. It's like, okay, so you're looking to marry a mom. Like you want you want someone to right. take care of you. Paul seems disheveled. He has two couches from like Craigslist <laughs> and from the street. Like he needs yeah. somebody to take care of him. And I think that's what he was looking for. And Micah's like, no, we're like both adults. Like she talks about mm. that she wanted a family. So I'm really confused on what he meant by that. Other than the fact that he just needs somebody to take care of him. It felt like Paul, a year away from a breakup, looked back and found reasons for why it wasn't right for him. I do think in that moment, he. I, it felt like his explanation was a, like connecting the dots looking again revisionist history i mm-hmm. i think and he probably regrets the motherly thing but i yeah. i would assume um it did feel like like i i do understand the idea of like you go it's a no from me and you're like how why did i say no and then you yeah. look back and you go well i'm looking for a certain type and you don't fit this type so it gives you a, a you know a kind of a easier explanation but then paul and all his explanation it was like it was very he went to his science background it felt like he was very like calculated it was very calculated x plus y equals you know whatever i'll say from the other side micah to me um it did feel like she just wanted to win the yeah do you think she was playing victim a bit? Uh, a little bit. I think you can't look beyond the idea of like, you know, it's like a chicken or egg conversation, right? Like, 
Because she's like, I when you say I knew you were going to say no, then why didn't you go to him and go, I feel off about this? And then the same could be said for Paul. Why didn't you go to her and say, I don't really feel nurtured in the way that I need to feel nurtured? But again, I, I think that both of them looked back and were like, how do I win this in the court of public opinion? And Paul went the route of like, you know, I if you want to be nurtured, she doesn't really have that for I didn't ever really felt that. And the people that agree with Paul are always going to agree with Paul. And then yeah. she's going to say, you got to want me, which is like a very like romantic comedy. You know, I want to be I want you to choose me. You know, it's all these are all, those all live in kind of like these things that people would agree with who like a romantic comedy who like a dating show. Like, so she's going to hear from that side of things too, you know, like, yeah. So I, I, it felt like they both were trying to win. And I, I don't know. Paul's probably doesn't show as much because he's just so analytical, but I do think he was looking for the same, like right guys that Micah very obviously wanted. It felt like Paul throughout this, throughout the episode, but also throughout the entire season, I don't I don't ever remember seeing any emotion. Right. Like it was always just like, yeah, I don't know. I did like I mean, his face didn't even make. He didn't even make faces like he didn't ever show emotion on his face or in mm. his voice. It all was like this robotic tone the entire time. Right. And that's why the nurturing thing, the motherly thing, it was kind of a surprise. You go, oh, you need that? Like, I thought you're you're. You're a robot a little bit like, yeah, it, it feels like he came to that calculation was like, oh, here's the reason I will be right. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was all strange. Um, and Micah defended her friend Shelby the miserable. I can't believe I. And again, what? they brought up the thing from social media in the way that they did for Micah and or Kwame and Chelsea. They brought up. Paul slapping the ass of a of a of a of um, one of the bridesmaids, which I've been sent that video and I've watched it. I I I, I it, it felt like I they were grasping it. at straws. I I don't know. It kind of showed again. It, that to me shows me what they're dealing with. Like this is why like the social media aspect. Mm -hmm. Like it shows me how hard this must. This, I I don't. I do think it's hard for them. I do I think do for them, like the amount of social media attention they get in within a within a weekend, literally within yeah. a weekend, they go from nothing to like people going, look how his hand moved near the butt of the friend. And you go, oh my God, like who would ever go on this show? This is the reason why I, I truly cannot do <laughs> reality TV. Like these are the exact... Like every time we bring up a social media point, I'm like, yep, wouldn't do it because of that. Wouldn't do it because of right. that. Can't. I, I can't. I don't have. Well, you well, you think power. why are why are all our politicians so old? You know, you know, like who would right. sign up? Who of a certain age would ever sign up to have their lives, you know, comb through with a, you know, like a. Right. With, you know, with, 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 with you know. With, you know, with white gloves as they go through. Yeah. yeah, microscope, right, yeah. So I don't know, it's... Crazy, I, I can't... Uh... 
And I it's don't like, know how I, people are still volunteering for this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, like, you know, it's funny. It's like I'll read reviews of my of these of this podcast of people who don't like me. And you go, oh, and you go and you go kind of like, uh, yeah, that's not doesn't feel great. I don't really trust it as a critical source. Like, yeah. I would much rather go to someone that cares about my well-being. So. Again, if I'm doing that and feeling that way, so do these people. They don't trust mm-hmm. anyone giving them feedback. They think everyone online is out of their fucking minds. And they I can understand why they go into full defense mode. That's why they, this whole episode was mm-hmm. them defending themselves from the whole who they, episode. They, they're defending themselves against crazy people, which I agree <laughs> with. But also they think there's more crazy people than there actually are. Mm hmm. You know, yeah. they think the whole audience, when one person says you were touching the butt of a bridesmaid, he, Paul has to go, well, everyone needs to know. I don't, I, this is ridiculous. And you go, yeah, we know this is ridiculous. This is that's Who's a, everyone. A, don't, right. don't loop me in that. Right. I'm not, I'm not the person on TikTok who wanted the followers. You know, I mean, like I, Kwame, I thought your sister was hired, but like, <laughs> I'm not everybody. Well, it fit into a narrative, <laughs> right? <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. So let's go to um, Brett and Tiffany who, listen, Brett and Tiffany, they're there and you go, if everyone has an issue, then why why don't these people have an issue? Yes. Also, just set them free. Like, (laughs) let Brett and Tiffany go do their life. Like, they didn't have anything. They had nothing even, yeah, nothing to say. They had nothing new. They're like, yep, we're just living together. You know, Tiffany... She apparently uprooted um, her life. She moved to Portland mm-hmm. to be with Brett. And we didn't even know that Brett was commuting from Portland to go and be a part of this show, to be at their mm-hmm. apartment. Like, that's the thing, you know, I don't know. There was, there was a point at the end of the show where they're like pushing them, where Vanessa, crazy Vanessa, is pushing them about babies. And then... Brett and Tiffany were both like, we're, you know, we're traveling, we're getting to know each other, we're living in this moment. And then, like, Brett was like, and they're like, do you got to get, come on, I want baby Nikes for your baby. And he's like, yeah, that'll all happen. And I was like, yeah. how about Brett and Tiffany host this fucking show? Hello. Like, I was sitting there, uh, like, I was sitting there being like, when they were like bringing people, like, it felt like they were like, you know, 
like a Tums being swallowed, like to like mm-hmm. cure the acidity. Like I was like, they need, they should just host the show. They were the only sense of normalcy. Like Tiffany's face when Vanessa was like, when Vanessa started asking the questions about Micah never actually wanted to marry Paul. Right. That, and, was, that was the accusation that Zach made yes, against and Micah. And then Zach and Zach was like, oh yeah, well, um, other people were t- like one of the women were telling me and Vanessa was like, okay, who was it? There's only mm. three women here, three other women here. And Tiffany's face, they like pan to her and she's like, don't look at me. Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, she's like, I'm not. They were the only, they were the only two adults in the room. Like it was actually yes. like kind of insane. And listen, I guess, you know, it's a cause and effect type of thing. Like, cause they didn't have drama. They don't have to hear drama online, so they don't have to answer to it. Yeah. There was a point where they go to them, you know, they're asking Tiffany and Brett about babies. You know, crazy Vanessa's asking them about babies. And then Chelsea pops in and she's like, you know, I thought I wanted babies right away, but, you know, we're doing that too. And you go, Chelsea, do you hear yourself against the backdrop of these people that are uh, like a normal couple that seem okay? No. You do not sound like them. You you sound like you ran in to be like, no, we, we're taking our time too. And you're like, uh, okay. The baby's thing was so weird. Vanessa made that really fucking uncomfortable. I like, hated had it. Had them go around and say like, Okay, so who's going to have our first love is blind, baby? Like, all right, Tiffany and Brett, you first. And then Kwame and Chelsea. And then, like, what? Stop. That is the college couple that I would never hang out with again. I would never hang out with Nick and Vanessa. I can't imagine they have a friend in the world, to tell you the truth. I I can't imagine Uh they go to dinner with another couple ever. They're just avoided at all costs. Okay, so Zach and Bliss and Irina. Um, wh- what did you think of the... Zach and Bliss seemed well. Great. Honestly, I am so impressed by the Zach and Bliss situation. I love how... I really, really love Bliss. This made, this mm. episode make, made me like Bliss so much. The way she defended Zach um like spoke up for him during the arena situation and right. um how much she cares about it like it's so clear that she cares about him so much but is but like is put together I think I also will right. include bliss in the um adult category I agree with you not uh, Zach though no not Zach I it, it felt very much like She's going to be. He- she felt very head of household, like yes. you know, alpha. and, and <laughs> alpha, and just just kind of in charge of like. It, it felt like she'd be the mom who does, the, you know, who handles all the bills, and Zach is like part of the children a little bit. Like it, it, yes. it just. It, it, she was on the ball. I agree with you. She should be included with Tiffany and Brett. Um, you know it. it 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 uh it kind of showed like i guess, i guess like when Zach started the show he seemed like this kind of like broy know it all type of kind of dick and i don't know if that's what he is now but i do think he, it seemingly he needed a bliss in his life and it felt 
you know, I was like, man, it felt like Zach is going to, for the rest of his life here, man, you're lucky to have this chick. Yes. Yes. You know? 100%. I also think, I don't know about you, but I also think Zach has gotten a pretty big ego out of this well, recently with the whole right. uh, social media thing, the amount of times he's referenced his own social media page yeah. was really strange. It was a bit weird. Uh, I mean, he felt weird. very on, he felt very online himself. He was answering all very. the online stuff. He felt very um, affected by kind of what the feedback has been. I mean, the Irina thing, like, it, it is weird to be like, I I, I'm calling you out, but I wish you the best. There was a lot of that going on where it's like, I'm calling you out, and I think you did wrong, but I hope you learn from this. And it's like, I don't think anyone hopes anyone learns from anything. He no. wants to trash her. He wants to own her on TV. He wants to get her back. His ego was bruised. She made him feel like shit. We all watched it. He doesn't have to say anything. He could have just said nothing. And yes. been like, yeah, it sucks what happened, but I'm happy I'm with the person I love. He could have just said that. And he went the route of like, I need to call you out, but also give you grace. And it's like, it was very bless your heart energy. I didn't buy it. The weird part about giving her grace, he was just like, you know, but I do wish you out. But um, if you go to my Instagram profile, I posted the receipts. He's yeah, what receipts did he out. post? Right. I, I didn't see them because I it was the day later. But... He calls her out saying that she um, was only on the show to get famous, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And then he sends people to his own Instagram page. Right. <laughs> it's kind of what he kind of he kind of ruins his own argument right there. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was so weird. Like, what do you mean? But again, go to my go to my Instagram page to look at the receipts about Arena. But I do wish you the best and hope you uh, well, learn from it. <laughs> right. And, 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 and there was a lot of this throughout the night of like, I know where I have the moral high ground. I know who mm-hmm. I know social media already agrees with me on this point. So I'm going to capitalize on it. And that's kind of what Zach felt like he was doing. I'm yeah. not defending. You know, Irina, like she is what we saw. Like no one is sitting here thinking that she's like a better person person today or whatever you she is not at all right but i (laughs) i even she was even making the same faces she was making on the show like in that little box in the corner like it's not she's not a different person she's just mad she got seen and yeah that's okay what did you think about um all of her you know different apologies that she was making when she came out. I mean, everything. Every time she opened, she was like, "I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to speak on this." Right. Yeah. She kept wanting to speak on everything. I. I. I just. To me, she didn't. There's nothing. I don't care. I don't care that you are who you are. It's just if I ran into you when we were at a party, I would go, "Oh, I." I I kind of want to stay away from that person based on what I saw, you know, Mm -hmm. like I I don't know how. And, you know, that sucks for her. She's going to have to kind of maybe deal with that with strangers. But then, you know, if you're a different person, you're a different person. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they really put together quite a, you know, a smash cut of all her bullying in the her sneaking around and Literally, laughing at people. Irina's best moments, like, <laughs> but worst moments, like a compilation. 
It's like, damn. It was brutal. And then she was the one. And then we find out that she was the one that uh, said that Micah didn't want to get married. Right. <laughs> Vanessa was like, so who was it? Like, she goes, Irina. And she was like, well, I just. And then Vanessa goes, yep, knew it. <laughs> Another time when I liked Vanessa, <laughs> that was a good. Right. That was another one. <laughs> the fact that Irina texts the woman that didn't marry, that he turned down to be like, "You dodged a bullet," is like I know. Is okay, you know you're, She's and an then asshole. to turn <laughs> at that point leave so. Again, like Zach might not be wrong that she was looking for fame. She's in Mexico. She's not leaving Mexico early. She's going to sit in that bed next to someone she hates until she gets out of Mexico. And then he has to end it. Yeah. So let's not forget that he ended it. So he isn't wrong, but we didn't need to be told that from him. And that's it. Like the last thing that we got to go over is Jackie and Marshall, which was. I think the most bizarre thing, because it was really the most direct speaking to the audience of all the couples. Marshall seemed unhinged. Right. And Jackie and Josh do an interview where they've been dating for a year and they do a separate- They live together. They live together. They do a separate Zoom interview with, um, with Vanessa- separately and they answer a bunch of questions and what did you think of that interview i thought the interview was uh bizarre because i've seen a lot of jackie it doing interviews with random people being like talking about her and marshall and how she reacted to her and marshall mm. she was like marshall is great but not great for me and like i still stand by blah 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 and her saying now that she um, is in a better place now. And again, referring back to social media, I actually right. broke up with Marshall before Josh and I went up and right. met. Blah, blah. It, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy that her and Josh worked out. Like, that's great. Um, I was not expecting that. She does seem like a completely different person. Well, I don't know. I, I think, you know... I think she's getting attacked a lot because people have taken Marshall's side and then she feels the need to defend it. So then it keeps the merry-go-round going. And that's kind of what Marshall was asking for people to stop doing. Marshall was basically like, you know, it's like when two celebrities have a feud and then you hear one celebrity be like, and then there's death threats and then one celebrity's like, okay, people, we need Selena to stop Selena and here. Haley. Yeah, it's a very Selena and Haley to me. Um, I will say that the one scene I remember from Jackie and Marshall is they're in Mexico and we don't get what happened, but Jackie has this like enormous meltdown that seemingly has nothing to do with Marshall. And I remember that meltdown and you go, Oh, this is a person who has like a legitimate issue like that. We don't know about that seems pretty serious. And that's why when she's with Josh and, you know, it's them facing the camera and it's not like we're not behind the scenes. You go, oh, this is this seems better. But I think this like I, I think Jackie has an issue that Marshall can't solve and that's bigger than everything going on. And yeah, and it seems like Jackie like 
you know, it, it, it was like it was like it seemed like someone who had an episode while drunk that doesn't want to admit maybe they have a problem with alcohol, like in this in a similar way. So mm-hmm. you look for everyone to defend yourself against. And there's there's no good excuse for how you acted towards Marshall. But there's this other thing out there. But I don't know what that thing is. I'm not saying it's alcohol. I'm just saying I, I don't know. What it, it just is. seemed like Jackie has this other thing out there that we're not privy to and Marshall is sitting there like can't really figure that out with her, you know, and, and and Marshall's forced to be like, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's like Marshall, you, it seems like your ego was bruised in this Mm -hmm. whole thing. And And he's having to to, again, relive it. And he has to relive all of it because yeah, they've been, I think he's what you were saying. He, they've been, you know, they broke up. Everything happened. It's been a year. He's mm-hmm. past it at this point, and now he's having to relive it again each week with this fame. Right. And now, like adding on to it, so he's like, "Everybody, just drop it." But sorry, but we just saw it. This is new to us, right? And <laughs> and a lot of the tension was over manhood, like yeah. with him and her, where he's not aggressive enough, and 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 he also mentioned that his dad would say that to him. So like. It seems like this is like a huge fucking thing for him. Like, mm-hmm. and then when he's saying, I'm happy, I'm happy, and his eyes get wide, you go, ah, I, I kind of felt for him in that moment. Yeah, it, it, it felt it, it felt strange. Like, he wasn't, I don't think he wanted to be at that reunion at all. No. Is there any other parts that we missed? I think we covered the whole, I mean, it was a long hour and a half was too long. I didn't need it. They did the, they did that weird thing at the end where the three couples had gone on vacation and Zach singing the montage music, like Zach singing the montage. Like you're like, this is a crazy person. (laughs) I can't with the, with Zach and his singing and uh, all that. I, I can live without Zach singing. Um, I, the one you. other the one other thing that I thought was interesting um, was Irina talking about how she was going through a bunch of mental health stuff during this and how she said that she wanted to get out of the relationship with Zach, mm-hmm. um, but the producers wouldn't essentially wouldn't let her. Like she, they, she was like, I don't know. This doesn't feel right. And they were like, have a talk with him in Mexico. Like, see what happens. And she was like, I didn't want to go to Mexico. I didn't want to like, you know, go through all of this. And then she was like, I was having all these panic attacks. And I don't know. I don't know. I, it's tough for me to buy it when they're on the show with the same producers. You know, they're not on 60 Minutes talking about another show. They're on the show that they're blaming talking yeah. about the show like i i don't know like bring out the producer that told you that like yeah, give us the me, name let me, yeah <laughs> let me like like they're right there behind the camera have them come over like i don't know it's I know. um it, it, it's a i i i didn't buy any of them i except for tiffany and brett I, and same bliss and you know but it, it yeah it, i i remember then her crying into a pillow but then there was dispute of whether she was crying. It's like, or I laughing was, or what? Yeah. Right. It, 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 it's like, 
they're too late to the I'm going to blame mental health game. Like, we've done this already. So, like, you could even see, like, people's response. Like, yeah, mental health is tough. Um, but also, you know, everyone did the mm-hmm. but also. You know, like, everyone's kind of over that excuse, it seems. She's like, yeah, but also, like, that's no excuse for me to be treating anybody the <laughs> right. way. Like, the treat. I mean, she was so awful to Hey. So awful to him. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Let's play a couple of games. Would you rather, okay, go on a date with Vanessa Lachey or Jessica Simpson? Oof. <laughs> That's tough. I'm going to... You know, I'm going to say Jessica Simpson just because um, of the nostalgia <laughs> aspect of it. It's the, Jessica you know Simpson. I mean? like, I She's a wanna, billionaire. Yeah. She's going to pay for it. How Nick lost the lottery. She's a billionaire now. Yeah, I mean, she like had the makeup, that, she has the shoes. Right. I, how yeah. bad was the marriage with Nick with Jessica Simpson that Nick opted for this? I don't know, man. I don't know. They had the newlywed show was so good. Oh, man. It was a good show. Great show. What would you do? Oh, Jessica Simpson. There's no question. Okay, I'm, so yeah, uh, there's yeah, no there's no qu- question. Yeah, fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought I'd ask. <laughs> I don't know if I would want to be in the same room as Vanessa Lachey after watching that episode. That was it, it was, was so weird. Weird. Vanessa Lachey. Okay, you go to Thanksgiving. You have the choice to have Vanessa Lachey at your Thanksgiving table or a live cougar. <laughs> 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 the worst. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking the cougar. At least my emotional state will stay well. I don't care about my physical. Yeah, but I don't care about the physical state. No. that. I care about my emotions. Right. I know. At least the cougar won't ask me if I'm having kids soon. Right. When are the kids coming? Aunt Vanessa wants to know. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Why Um, did she do that? Oh, God, it was so bad. You don't know somebody's situation. What if they can't have kids? What if they've been trying to have kids? What if something right. happened? Like, what are you, what are you doing? It's like she hasn't spoken to a human for the last five years. I, I, it I know. really, it was crazy. Okay, so you, here's a real one. Would you rather come on the show to apologize or do a Zoom before it films? Would you rather do it mm. the way Irina did it or do it the way Jackie did it? Um, 
That's a really good. That's this is a good one. Um, I think. Hmm. I think I'd come on the show. Yeah. Because at least because you're there, you're able to have the conversation, the back and forth, and uh, defend yourself or at least speak for yourself and hear. You know what I mean? Like right. When you do it away, you're kind of it's like scapegoating. Right. And I guess it becomes like when Marshall says, like, at least if Marshall and Jackie were in the same room, we could kind of see them go, hey, we're cool. You guys need to be cool. Yeah. You know, if their issue is the if their issue is the audience, then we can see them hold hands and hold them above to the sky and we can go great. Good for you. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I think I think I'd be on the show. Right. Going in blind. Who did you think would say no or slash yes? Well, I, I think I guess it's a, who we thought would still be together and right. who we thought would break up. I'm first of all, I'm so surprised that all the couples are still together. Crazy. Incredible. I feel mm-hmm. like this is actually a show that works. The Bachelor could never. No, I, I mean, three couples I will, still being together. I will say I. Zach and Katie came to my show in oh, Austin yes. last weekend. How was that? And they were great. And they were fun and they seemed like, you know, who knows what's going on. But like I, from my vantage point, they're like, you know, the couple in the friend group that you're like, well, they're done. Like y- y- it really mm-hmm. did ring true to me. I-, was- I feel like at your shows... You can sort of, I know you, you obviously there's like uh, audience talk, like you chat in with the audience and stuff and like you see couples, lots of people are on dates and you sort mm-hmm. of see dynamics between the couples. So I bet you could sort of see that with them and like how they're reacting at a show like this. They sat in the back, so I couldn't see them during the show, but they did come to the green room after and like, just like the way they, you know, it just felt like, you know, in the way that Brett and Tiffany kind of like, you could see how they meld together. Mm-hmm. Zach and Katie had that kind of same vibe. I, I have to say, and like, it didn't seem like they were after this next step. And they did seem like they were kind of saved by the disinterest. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like they were like, I was like, yeah. have you guys there? They go, yeah, we get stopped here in Austin every now and again. And sometimes that's crazy, but they were like, since the post tour, we haven't done anything. They're like, we're just a couple. And they were really cool. I love that they came to your show. I saw the picture yeah. and they I was like, cute. That's really, yeah. really cool. I love Couldn't have been game. nicer. Yeah. I was surprised that um, Kwame and Chelsea were together, but I was surprised at how much it felt like they were trying, they were together in spite of the audience. Like they wanted mm. to prove us wrong. It just was yeah. weird. It did feel weird. It felt like, Almost forced, especially with all the apologizing and the defending. I think them more than most of the couples uh, felt like they had something to prove. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with you. I thought I thought that was uh, strange. It felt strange, but I also didn't think Zach and Bliss would still be together, mm -hmm. mainly because I was seeing Zach on social media and he was giving very much like. Tom Hanks in uh, Castaway, like 
the yeah, beard, it, the long hair. I was like, oh, there's no way this this man looks broken. <laughs> I think he's a strange guy. I just really think he's I just do. a strange cat. Yeah. Um, alarming or disarming? Name one thing you saw and debate whether or not it's a red flag or not. Okay, I'll do mine first. Yeah, Is Nick go. and Vanessa's marriage okay? It feels like no. She kept bringing up how she wanted a fourth kid, and he's like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. And then right. she would bring up random uh, things about, like, marriage is hard. Like, right. you got to keep trying. You got to keep doing it. felt weird. Nick and Vanessa. Very alarming. Yeah, right. You, you, if I'm Nick and Vanessa, I don't want people saying I that our couple reminds me of. I don't want to. I don't want people walking away going. Nick and Vanessa and Chelsea and Kwame are a lot alike. Like that's what I walked <laughs> away thinking. Yeah, I don't think Kwame's trapped anymore. I think Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think he is. It under some bizarre. sort of contract. Yeah. Really weird. Really weird. Um, mine, I had, uh, I don't want to say Zach, but in general, like if you had an ex who was still proving things about his, talking about an ex-girlfriend in general, like on their Instagram or social media, um, I've... Like, what would you think about that? Yeah. It's bizarre. I, I would say, well, I guess their situation is so different because it's like so many people like asking about it and 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 you have to go back and rehash. And you have, mm. I, I think it, to me, it's like, again, it's a, we saw, you saw what happened. I felt badly that anyone would feel badly being on a trip with me. I I don't know what else to say. That's what I would mm-hmm. that's what I would have said if I were him, but it felt like he wanted people came on here to get heads. Like it felt like people wanted heads on stakes and Zach yeah. is part of that. And I was like it to me that's I wouldn't want to be with someone who needs that. It felt it felt weird. I don't I don't like that he um was like posting receipts still it's like you're happily married obviously we know that just like i get that people are still talking about it and we're all like as audience members we are catching up and seeing this all for the first time but like we're at the reunion now well it's it's kind of like um responding to a commenter on social media like if if you're annoyed at the comment just block and move on you know like yeah i i you're not going to change anyone's mind at this point. Mm-mm. No, is what it is at this point. <laughs> is what it is. And For sure. who do we think who do we think we're going to last? I I think we're both in the same boat. Yeah. Brett and Tiffany, I think I think they are in it for the long haul and as they should be. <laughs> right. Good. Well, good you know? for them. Hopefully they can have babies on their own time without getting asked a thousand times. Bombard. Vanessa she's also say, she's also 35 like it's just such an uncomfortable question for anybody but like let them live yeah that's that's that is definitely hard because she's probably like it's got to be on her she, mind you know i don't yeah, know i'm not gonna even get into all of that it's it's a lot right. it's a lot fuck you vanessa <laughs> that was rude <laughs> Well, that that's our episode. Fuck you, Vanessa. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's yes. what we got. 
So listen, it was a okay. fun season. It was fun to do a different show. I, I think we yeah. uh, I think if you're out there and you enjoyed this, let us know what you thought. Um, if you're new here, join us, you know, when the Bachelorette starts. This is kind of the fun conversation we have with the show. Maybe oh we'll gosh, do another yeah. show. Yeah, that would be. Listen, I'm I'm enjoying talking about different shows like this. This is very interesting. And uh, mm-hmm. Bachelorette comes back in June. But we do have uh, Gabby coming on here soon. So that episode will be out. Um, Very excited to talk to. I'm excited to talk to Gabby. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. (laughs) Um, But until then, make sure you're following us on Instagram at The Bachelor, on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You can follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.